0: Monica
1: and hey hey this is Melody and welcome to the invisible women podcast Hello, IW listeners. We are back on this Motivational Tuesday. Today, we have with you an amazing queen that I think is going to inspire you to want to continue to move forward and be your best self. We have with us Jirlene from Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland, and Jirlene (laughs) is a cancer survivor, a fashion model, an author, (laughs) public speaker, entrepreneur, and just an overall amazing queen that we want you to listen to her story on today. Hello, Ms. Jirlene. Hello,
2: hello. Oh, ladies. Thank, Thank you so much for having me. Thank
0: you so much. I appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. We are so excited to have you. Melody sent me over your bio. I had a chance to read it. I was inspired by just the piece that I got to read in the short amount of time. But Thank I you. want for you to share with our... Yes, definitely. <laughs> I want for you to share with our guests... I know that you're a cancer survivor, but can you start from the ages of maybe one years old to maybe ten years old? Just kind of give us a little bit of background on sure. your childhood.
2: Sure. Um, Again, as you said, I, I am Geraldine from Baltimore, Maryland. Yay, Ravens! Hey. <laughs> Yeah, so um, born and raised here. Um, my parents is from um, North Carolina, but born and raised in Baltimore, southwest Baltimore. But, you know, I, I tell people, you know, uh, Monica, that you said that age, because I always tell people like my journey uh, started at the age of three years old. Um, I was diagnosed with a uh, wow. cancer. Right. I am a cancer survivor, but I tell people it started, I was in a backyard, wow. Um, playing with my brothers and my okay. sisters, and um, my oldest sister noticed that there was blood in my clothes, um, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't like you know a scrape of the knee, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you put a bandaid on it and you continue playing. But there was a lot of blood in the front of my clothes. And, of course, there was a lot of So, Gerlaine,
0: there was a bunch of blood, but where was the blood coming? Was it coming from a private parts area yes, or your yes. stomach? Or?
2: Yep, it surely was. It was coming okay. from my private area as though oh. I was having a menstrual. Wow.
0: Uh,
2: I was having a menstrual. At three so years course, old? At three years old. At oh, wow. three years wow. old. And, wow. of course, my sister was scared <laughs> um, exactly. and rushed me in sure. the house to my parents. And, um they took me to the hospital, of course, and um, it was just days of testing, MRIs, (laughs) x-rays, you name it, Mm -hmm. I had it done, um, Mm. examine, I mean, it was just, it was a lot, you know, I was young then, but of course, you know, my older sister, you know, just told me, you know, how scared my parents was. Wow. And um, come to find out that I I was diagnosed with a uh, rare form of cancer. Mm. And I actually had a uh, vaginal cancer. Wow. Um yeah, at the age of three wow. years. Old. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, doctors didn't even expect for me to live. Um Thank and them. with that type of cancer, um, like I said, it was a rare form. And so it's called rhabdomyosarcoma. Yeah. That's the medical term.
1: Okay.
2: Um, but um, okay. You know, doctors didn't think I would I would survive. Um but um, I did, and I'm here today to talk so about let it. Me, so
0: really quickly, so I want to clarify for our listeners. So at three years old, you were on the playground. You, Your sister noticed blood in the front area of your clothing. You obviously are scared to death, because I would be. Okay. You, your parents take you to the hospital. They discover that you're diagnosed with this rare form of cancer. Now, are you like one in a million to have gotten cancer at this age with this rare type of form? I'm trying to learn a little bit more about
2: the... Right. Yeah. Yeah, and this type of cancer is again it's a rare form, and it normally starts in kids between the age of it can start as early as one years old, wow. um, up to age fifteen.
1: Okay. Yeah,
2: and so it's a it's a tumor that can it can really start in anywhere in your body, your head, your neck, your okay. joint, your bones, um, and your urinary tract area. Um, so it can start anywhere there, and um, those those where the tumors were um, in my vaginal area. Mm. And matter of fact, when I actually got to the hospital, they actually saw the tumor, wow, but did not know what it was, wow. of course, and um, and that's when they started, you know, uh, the test um, just to see exactly what okay. it what it was, and it, it was the tumors was cancerous. And um, wow. that would kind of start my journey. Mm. There. Okay. Um, and um, yeah. but um, the, the blessing was, um, I actually went out of state for my treatments because at the time that particular hospital in my state did not specialize in mm. my type of cancer, and so you know the doctors they give your parents a second opinion or you know different hospitals, and so. Um, from the age of about 3 to 11 years old, um, Manhattan, yeah. New York, was my home away from home at the Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer yeah. yeah, so that's, you know, back and forth up 95 and mm. staying with my aunt in New York. And between there, I'm in a hospital getting radiation treatments and chemo at three years old. And so, yeah. And so, how how long did you
0: receive chemotherapy from the ages of three to what when did the chemo Actually, stop
2: just a year just a year okay um, so just one year i had a chemo and radiation
1: okay um a lot and, uh, so oh, that
2: was a blessing wow. and up until this day of course that the cancer never came back hey, no man. trace of it
1: look at oh, that is nothing. a black thing
2: <laughs> um, yeah so that that was a blessing there but there was something that came as a result okay. of the cancer, so what because of because of where the tumors were located in my body, uh, the vaginal area, those okay. areas were were damaged.
1: Mm. And
2: so I had to have what they oh. call ostomy surgery.
1: Oh. Um, surgery.
0: Now, what say, is well, that? Can you explain <laughs> that? Part? Yeah,
2: sure. People say, "Well, what is what is right. surgery?" <laughs> wow. I've never heard. Sounds of it, um, ostomy surgery—it's a surgically opening in your body for the mm-hmm. discharge of your waste. So, uh, a lot of everything is so is diverted. Um, and I have two—I have to wear two ostomy bags okay. because that's where the waste comes out at. Now, okay. normally people just only have maybe okay. one, one, one ostomy bag. I have two. Yeah. So they function as my bladder. In my bowels oh, and, yeah. and it's been okay. like that since the um oh. since the age of since the age of three years old and I, I show people all the time so you know every day i wake up and i see two ostomy bags on my stomach there yeah so um yeah the cancer was gone but then you have to deal with that right the aftermath um, it's yes the after <laughs> you know and so that itself is what really i say was really really hard for me hard for my parents could imagine um, adjusting you know you're just getting over chemo but then yeah. doctors say hey we have to do ostomy surgery and and, and i do want to clarify because people have this people think people only have an ostomy if you're paralyzed or you got shot or it's just old people right. you know 1.7 one point 7, yeah. two million people in this country has ostomy surgery for so whatever medical reason right different medical reasons yeah. Crohn's colitis um cancer oh. and uh so happy minds okay. cancer. okay and so that's why I had to have um ostomy surgery and so um well Jolene, I want to stop you right
0: here, and I just want to commend you absolutely. for how far you've gotten because most people, especially children, mm-hmm. would have found some sort of way to give up. And you didn't do that, you kept going. Your family was a huge support to you, even yes. though you got rid of the cancer, you had to get the, the ostomy bags, and yes. but you're still living life, and that's and that's the part that I know that our listeners can appreciate because you know it's it's the end of the day. A lot of us probably had a good day, a bad day, a frustrating day. But to yes. listen to you go through what you went through just from the ages of three to four alone, yes, and still be able to stand in front of us and show us your ostomy badge, to show us yes. and tell us your story. And this is not even your full story because now we're right. just talking about your childhood we're gonna fast forward <laughs> to your you know to your teenage years but i yeah. want to know how was it in school did you do homeschooling in elementary well, um, or did you go to
2: school i i did go to school um you know i had a home nurse for a little while because okay. of course you know ostomy nurse we call it um call them Cause they have to come in you know make sure yeah. my parents i have the right supplies right. make sure they know how to change my best <laughs> which they did but then i'm starting school so you have to teach me and show me and i was very very shy oh They're yeah shy. and um so the first year of school well didn't go quite good <laughs> um <laughs> Because okay. you know kids going to be That's kids. Oh,
1: right, right.
2: And, sure. you know, they say things like she smells, she smells like, like they don't know. But yet they they do smell. Because you're wearing an ostomy bag. If you don't know how to change it or when to change it, it can. Mm-hmm. It can be an odor. Oh. And so I was taken okay. out of school for a year to homeschool. Okay. Um, and to also give okay. me more accolade with my bags, you know, you yes. know, more assurance of to yes. change it, you know, things like that. You you know, you're just a child, you wanna play, you know, you're Absolutely. not worried about changing a bag Absolutely. Just play with the other kids, you know. And so um, got through yeah, after those early fly. years um of elementary school and of course um the nurses at school made sure, you know, I was able to um, come to the nurses um you know quarters to change and you know make sure i had my supplies and mom was always
1: available to run yes. to school <laughs> well, heart. I'm, I'm, I'm a, a girl at all <laughs> And I have an eight year old and I couldn't even imagine, you know, right. even from your parents point of view, dealing with a child with such an illness and, you know, they're trying to keep you encouraged. And I know yep. that was stuff on you and the family. And, you know, thank you. Yeah, I mean, here you are today sitting here smiling and looking just as beautiful as you want to be and to overcome so much adversity. That is the thing that has really inspired me with your story. Um, and so, you know, I guess now moving into adolescence, like- Oh, did we lose you, Jerlene?
0: I think we lost her, but we're going to hang hang tight, but Melly, just
1: thinking about her for, oh there she is right there okay we lost you for a second but she's back as I was ahead, just thinking, I said, you know just hearing your story and the adversity that you're facing that you're able to sit here and just smile and look as beautiful as you are <laughs> definitely very inspiring um, but i just curious to know so moving into your next phase of life, what was adolescence because like you said kids can be cruel like my daughter is 8 years old and some of the stuff she come home and tell me it's like oh my goodness and you know so even back in <laughs> back in our hey I know that that was really tough for you um you know yeah
2: it it really really was and you know going through elementary I mean middle school and Mm -hmm. high school now middle school was I I was still shy okay you know nobody knew like none of my peers knew you know just and um you know you try to hide even though it's not visible people can't see your bags but in my mind yeah you know when you're that age or adolescent you're really look you're getting to know your body, you're developing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just to add on, you know, two ostomy bags. And I, I, I did, I had a very, very bad incident in school, um, on a school bus okay. and um, my bag burst. Oh no. And um, it was just like, an, of course, an awful, awful smell on the bus. And um, the bus oh, driver no. stopped the bus. It was that, it was that bad. And, you know, I sat there and sat there and just uh, wondering, you know, at that time, he's like wondering, you know, is this how my life is going to be? You know, will this incident happen again? You know, and so that really put me in a state of um, just questioning my life at that Mm -hmm. early age and just wondering, you know, at that time, it was like, why me, you know, Yes. why cancer why asthma? bags why did this incident have to happen and you know you just kind of look into your future and you just wonder you know you, you really really wonder mm-hmm. and um my parents did a great job of mm-hmm. encouraging me you know they did um, especially they did. with you know god's word and you know they teaching did. me about faith and That's believing and that, you know, Geraldine, you're going to be fine. You're just like the rest of the kids. You just have two bags. I'm like, two bags.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's it, two bags. You <laughs> <laughs> say so, that's so easy, right? <laughs>
2: but, you know, I know my mom just saw yeah. a better future for me. I mean, I yes. had other siblings as well. You know, she just saw, you know, more from me. For sure. And she just taught me that I wasn't going to be defined by my circumstances or, I'm more than just my ostomy bags, you know, but when you're young, you know how your parents must it. be like, go oh, up one ear, yes. out the other. Yeah. Like, you don't get it. You don't know. Yeah. You
1: don't have to deal with this. No. But you
2: No, know, you grow and you yes. mature you're right. and you just come to that understanding that, you know, yeah, she's right. You know, my dad's right. You know, I can dream and do and be. You know, but at the same time, like you're like you're you're standing in those shoes, right? Mm, yes. Even though they're your parents right. and they care and they love for you, but these are the shoes I'm walking in. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. And Thank um you. I had to kind of find a purpose through through it all, you know. Okay. okay. Um high school was good. So now that
0: you know. say that, Geraldine, what what so when that moment happened on the school bus?
2: Mm-hmm. It seems
0: like it triggered some sort of strength or some, it brought some sort of grit out of you. That's what I'm picking up after that incident. So after
2: that incident happened,
0: did you find your purpose or what I,
2: happened? Not at that particular time I didn't, you know, because I was so embarrassed. Okay. Right?
1: You got, you I got to go back to school and face the day. kids again. <laughs> and,
2: and that's what, the kids going to talk about it. You yeah. know, nobody knew it was me, but I but I did. You know, and so I just had to kind of find some strength and some encouragement. And I got that with my siblings. I got that with my mom. Um, I got that through um, my, my church and my faith. You know, yeah. um, yes. it's at a point yeah. where you got to be like, drilling. it's going to be all right. But you got to say that to yourself. Right. You know,
1: how they say That's sometimes right.
2: you got to encourage yourself. You yeah. do have to encourage yeah, yourself.
1: absolutely. You
2: know, <laughs> you really, really do. You know, I had the support from friend, family and friends, but um, I had to believe it was going to be okay. You know, listen, I have challenges now yes. with these ospity bags, but, you know, um,
1: you push but it's nothing yeah. that
2: I can't get through. That's there's right. There's nothing that I can't yeah. get through. You know, those difficult moments, they do make you strong, even That's at a young age, even mm-hmm. at a yeah. young age. Um, they do make me strong, Absolutely. you know. And you kind of discover, like, hey, you know, you know, I had to go back that no weapon form against me shall prosper, even, you know, yes. even back Shall then. prosper.
0: Okay. No. Yes. <laughs> that is my birth right there. <laughs> yes. Yes.
2: Yes. So.
0: I love know. it. I love it. I love it. So, you know, this again, to all of our listeners, just this story just gives so much inspiration. I got all the feels. I got all the <laughs> bumps. Because we all know that teenage years are so critical. You know, yes. just the smallest of the things brings out the, all the insecurities in the world, and then yes. like your parents are telling you it's not that big of a deal, but to you it is because it's like, look at this is my world right now. It might yes. not be your world because you're an adult, but this is what I'm currently living in, and it is a big deal. So yes. for you to get through that. I commend you because I, I always feel like between middle school and high school, those are the critical years. Like that's when you <laughs> okay. either develop your confidence or you get it torn down. So right. it's like I yes. feel that you were one of the ones that got your confidence on track and you're walking through the school hallways like <laughs> don't even try it. <laughs> so, okay. So, yes, yes, love it. So now that we're out of high school, mm-hmm. okay, Jarlene is in her 20. What is Jarlene doing?
1: working <laughs> what you say when everybody gotta okay. that their money <laughs>
2: yes. so while I was in high school I took I took a trade my trade I was a cosmetologist ah, so yeah so okay. after after high school I got my license nice. um opened up my own salon I did that for many 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 nice. years nice. um also I had a double career I worked in hotel and hospitality so I did both you know, right. but I think cool. to me was that drilling, in spite of like you can be a working woman, mm-hmm. you know, yes. you can Hello. do and be anything that you want. Again, you're not defined by your circumstances, mm-hmm. you know. So I, listen, right. I worked. <laughs> Hello, I
1: worked. I know yes. that's right.
0: You didn't sit at home. No. you went out there. You made your money. You were in the workforce, living yes. your best life.
2: Yes, and why not like you were you supposed know? to. You know, like like why I said, like I say, why me? Why well what? why not you? You That's know? Right. That's right. That's
1: why right. Why not? Well one they, of the things
2: you're making it. So yeah, I, I I worked after high school and um just still still I was still kinda, you know, it was my secret, still didn't talk about You know, my cancer didn't talk about, you know, my ostomies or anything like that. You know, I was just concentrating on that. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, So it it really, really helped me help my self-esteem. It really, really, it kind of just kind of took the concentration off of my ostomy bags and concentrate on other things in life, you know, being a businesswoman, being an entrepreneur. Well,
0: Geraldine, for all of
2: our... For all of our
0: listeners that are not seeing the visual, Jurlene is beautiful. So I know, good and well, this did not stop you from dating.
2: No, it did. Wow, no, I won't say that. I won't okay. say that because I was, um, I still was kind of really having some insecurities.
1: Okay, that's you know.
2: Cool. Okay, um, that's understandable. You, you talk about boys. How do you explain to a, a person right. that or a guy that you have ostomy bags? You know. It, like a lot of my close close friends didn't even know, let alone telling a boy or a man. I was like, "Oh uh-huh. nah, uh-uh. <laughs> you no!" Know, You're ready for that, You, yet. you like never mind. You know, those insecurities, I always thought to myself, nobody's going to want me for me. Hmm, I yes. always thought not that. true. Not no, not true at yeah. all. Not true at all until not true. August the 15th, 1995,
0: I was walking down the aisle. What? Oh, yeah. look at <laughs> you. Hey. Listen, I was walking I love down it. The
2: aisle, and my sister said to me that day, Geraldine, remember, you always said nobody's going to want you, oh, right?
1: Man. And I don't
2: think I do, Aww. ladies, all I do is cry. I know you did. <laughs> I haven't got to the wedding yet, <laughs> uh, but I, unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> Um, I am now divorced now we were married for 14 years and uh, we're great friends now Uh, listen I can write a book about that but (laughs) but you know we're good 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 friends you know I met a man who accepted me for me everything about me my medical history everything and so I'm I'm grateful for that now getting into another relationship right now I would love to (laughs) But man I said it is yeah. what it is. You accept me or you don't. That's right. it. Yeah. That, that's it. Yeah. I know who I am. I'm, I'm secure with myself.
1: That you is. know, that,
2: and that's it. And and God will bring him, bring that's that special true. person again.
1: Yes, he will. Um,
2: so I just yeah. wait patiently, you know, <laughs> for that. But yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm and that's that a message, that's a message, that's a message
0: to all of our women. That's a message to the host that you're talking to. Same. I'm wait depressed. if they can't accept you for <laughs> who you are they are not meant. so that's Let's not just it. a word for you that's a word for yeah. everybody and i yeah. appreciate you for saying that because yeah. a lot of our listeners some of our listeners do feel like oh it's never gonna happen for me i'm never gonna find anyone but you're absolutely right you will find someone that accepts you for exactly absolutely. who you are
2: Always says somebody out there for everybody, everybody. You know, yes. Whatever, yes. whatever it is, somebody out there for everybody. And, um, I, you know, I'm, I thank God for that chapter in my life, I really, really do. Yes. Um, but I think yes. it also prepares you for the next chapter, the next right. husband that will come absolutely. up, you know what I mean? Yes, oh, so
1: absolutely. There's you something yeah,
2: absolutely. So, um, yeah, so dating now. Listen, ladies, I'm just dating myself right now. Well you can join
1: the party, probably with the pandemic. (laughs) A lot of single (laughs) people to relate, right? (laughs) If you didn't jump the room, then you still kind of wait on me. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, one thing I want to move into. You talked about, I mean, Jerlene, you walk in some big shoes and you've been doing it with grace and style. So you are a fashion motto tell yep. us about that now how did you wow. move that from cosmetologist to hospitality how did you move it? you're slaying and i seen your pictures i'm like you go girl thank you tell <laughs> us a little bit more about that <laughs> they did look great look listen in the mall okay, okay.
2: shopping shopping and um a model and scout came up to me yeah. and um you know wow. said, hey you know uh this company we're having open house you okay. know, would you just like to come okay. and listen? Now, I was very, very familiar with the modeling um, company, very familiar, um, well known okay. here in Baltimore. Okay. And I'll listen, ladies, I'm thinking um, modeling and ostomy bags. That now that's just not gonna happen. That, now I thought, right? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> you know,
1: <I'll>
2: <laughs> it wouldn't limit me. I can't do this, wear this, wear that, or whatever. Ooh. But what what I decided to do was I decided to step out on faith. Okay. Um, I decided okay. to do something I never did before. And um that day I just went to listen. Okay just to see what they had to say, okay. um, you know, all the good things, everything about modeling, you can make money, you can travel, you can do this. Listen, I didn't grow up wanting to be no model. I'm, honestly, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but what I did was I said, and, and they were, they were talking really, really mm-hmm. nice things. And I'm I'm still, I'm still sitting listening mm-hmm. in my mind, I bags and modeling like,
1: Girl, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> uh, I
2: ain't doing it. I'm not doing it, right?
1: Um, but I
2: started classes, modeling classes to learn how to model the business of modeling. And again, I, I what it did for me was it took, again, like the focus off of my ostomies all the time, right? And it put the yeah. focus on something else, you know? And listen, when okay. I got in that class, I just was teach I was learning and learning and taking them and I started progressing okay. and I didn't even tell I didn't tell my wow. um, my instructor I didn't really didn't tell him in the beginning about my bags I, I did not I didn't want to yes. <laughs> and um, and so I finally did and one thing he said to me, Geraldine, is your talent speaks for itself okay. right And okay. um you know I got asked to do fashion showcases, fashion shows. But ladies, let me tell you one thing. I'm still thinking. Now, what model goes into the industry and says <laughs> I can't wear this and I can't wear this? Really? It can't be too tight. I don't want my bags to show. You know
1: what I mean? I'm thinking? Like,
2: right. Okay. What am it I doing? It was going to place
1: do for this? you. Um, but I made it work.
2: I made it work, and I found okay. things to do. You know, okay. I am mean, tall and slim, but you still your, your bags are yeah. there don't want them to be you know and so i just found little tricks and stuff like that but um what what it did was it turned into a passion nice and it's been um 23 years later i'm still doing it
1: (laughs) it's you so you know when you get that
2: passion in life and this is to the listeners when you get that passion like go for it yes you know and there might be some obstacles in the way, but that's okay, because obstacles are meant to be there for a reason, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Make a and
2: start. I know my obst- obstacles in life were there for a reason. You
1: mm-hmm. know, they
2: just show us that, you know, you, you still can conquer, you still can overcome, you still can do the things that you desire to do. Right. And once I got into my, like, I couldn't stop, ladies. I, I, I just.
1: <laughs> can not get you off the wrong way, huh? Uh, no, I
2: And <laughs> uh, guess what, uh, Malia? You still can't.
1: <laughs> uh-huh, look at you. Look at you. Say? <laughs> my family will tell you. Look she got She had a
2: fashion. She got a fashion show. <laughs> so, but, I you know, it. I still love it. And it's an inspiration to the ostomy community, right? Okay. okay. Um, just yeah. to kind of show them, you know, um, again, you're more than your ostomy. Because a lot, we have a lot of wonderful, what we call ostomates, people with ostomy, A okay. lot of wonderful ostomates, right? But uh, uh, there is a lot of them that okay. still, they don't want to come out their house unless they go into a doctor's appointment. They feel they can't. Do this wow, or really? do that or where, yes, absolutely. I, I listen, I get emails every day.
1: What um, inspiration.
2: You know, I'm now an advocate in the ostomy community, and mm. so, um, I get emails every day, ah. you know, just people wanting that encouragement, just like you all, you oh. know, um, you know, giving sure. that encouragement and inspiring, you know, women, me, women, men, boys, girls, children, you know, and so people yeah. need that. Yes. Not just because of the pandemic, but people yes, need That's it. right. Um, yes. We just don't yeah. know what people are going through. And so for me to be an advocate in the ostomy community, right? Um, you know, I've done workshops, speaking engagements. I've gone to medical conventions and, um, you know, just different conferences, you know, just, just telling my story, you know, um, especially to the ostomy the community. So it's, it's really, really been a blessing. You know, you when you find that purpose, through, through your pain and your trials mm-hmm. and your tribulations god mm-hmm. gives you that that vision like this is this is why you went through what you went through
1: right you know? As you I know, hear your story, that's all I like keep coming like, to my spirit. is like God will take your test and turn it into a testimony, right? And it's like you know, like you didn't even think that right. you would be in a modeling room that you would be as far as you are, and it's like you know, God will put you in places you don't even think you don't you, you don't even in. know. Yeah, you know. I just love, love, love it. You have encouraged me for sure because you know, like you said, we use oh, this we don't know if nobody's listening, or one person's listening <laughs> out the blow sometime, Monica. Don't we get some amazing? Amazing emails that just I love the story. You encouraged me. I was going through something, and it's like, yep. you know, we just never know when we have the influence and the platform who we're gonna be, you know, inspiring and yes. moving forward in life to want to continue to just push on, right? Yes, so I just love it, love it, love yeah. it. Thank you yes. so much for what you're doing and doing it yes. and looking thank amazing you. at it.
2: Thank you, thank <laughs> you,
1: very, <laughs> encouraging. very encouraging. I love
0: it. I
2: appreciate
0: it. Sir. I love it because. You are being not only an advocate, you are really being a heaven sent angel. And I'm even going to speak for myself because like I tell Melody, what do we do here on the Invisible Women podcast? We like to what? We like to reclaim our time. Yes. We like to reclaim our power. And we and like, we to, like reclaim to reclaim our confidence, baby. Yes. And that is what we have done today. And, yes. you know, you've actually, honestly, today, you have had me regain, reclaim, excuse me, reclaim my confidence about a situation and something that we have been trying to do. And I just love it because not only do you inspire our listeners, I mean, we're the hosts, we get inspired. You <laughs> lifted me up. You <laughs> encourage me to keep going. If you have a passion, keep doing it. It doesn't matter yes. if it's not seeming like it's happening Right this second, or you're not pulling in all the money that you think you should be right now right. off of your passion, but it will soon enough. It will happen, okay, and so right. I exactly just think that you are wonderful.
2: Oh, thank, thank you, ladies, and, and I thank you for this platform too. Oh. You know, um God gives us things that, again, like you said before, Monica, that we or, that we haven't, we, we don't think is coming, right? But God also says right. in Jeremiah 29, 11, that I know the plans that I have for you, Ooh, to prosper yes. you, to give you hope in a good future, right? Come like, on. He, he knows the plans, yes. right? We don't we don't know everything, mm. and we can't see it all the time, but he already knows, right? Yes, so yes, for you guys ladies to say that... You know, I inspire you. you. Just think of all the people you've had on the show and um just their stories and your story and your journey. Like if you didn't have a journey, you wouldn't have this platform. That's right. Right. That's
1: right. And, That's and so true.
2: it's exact you know what I mean? Like <laughs> mm-hmm. God gave you yeah, a vision. Absolutely. Right. Um, and all the time, you don't yeah. make it
1: plain. <laughs> right? <You> know, <laughs> it's always know. a little bumpy. You go up, you, you go know. down, right? <laughs> Never a straight line. <laughs> exactly.
0: You know, but... Okay, um, this if is, if, is if, like church right uh, now. Like, y'all preach it <laughs> to the church.
2: <laughs> you know, when God opened doors, mm-hmm. it's, and, and he'll close doors too. You know, I've, you know I've, I've had some doors yeah. closed, but guess what? He gave me the key to open um, that door back up again, yeah. right? I wasn't ready for that door that's at the time. That's right. And so you know, he's opened so many doors. Just appearances on TV, featured in Essence magazine, Times mm-hmm. Square. Yeah, that's
1: Wars. what I was gonna say. Like you've been featured in TV billboards. Listen, so, I, mean, I mean, yeah, it's just amazing. Um, it's what, amazing. I'm just curious to know what has been one of your favorite appearances because you've been on a lot. You've been doing your thing um, <laughs> this
2: I'm probably going to say uh, was it a year before the pandemic um the today show. Okay, yes. So yes. that was all a really right. like like, big show. big interview. They came to me, they followed me all day long and you know, <laughs> so even like me, you know what I mean? But but you got to go back to what yeah, said. why not you?
1: That's right. That's right. That's right. Wow. He's using us nah. for sure as an advocate. Yeah, I'm a
2: vessel. You that's know, right. he's using me by the platform he wants to.
1: <laughs> and that's what you gotta yes. say. Use yes. me right. And in whatever way you want to to keep on, you know, spreading the message and like you said, standing on his word, right? Because yes. that's what we need. We gotta have we gotta have faith every day. Because if not, a lot of us would have given up, right? Absolutely. Life will definitely sometimes feel like it wanna take us out. It's just yes, too you got that faith, honey. You can do anything. Yes. All yes. So yes, you, you have definitely fueled me up on today. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. So, Geraldine, before we let you go,
0: tell our listeners where they can find you. I mean, what else do you have going on that you might um, want our listeners to get into? Well, ahead, actually, um,
2: look out um, at the end of July or i would say August. Um, I actually okay. have a documentary coming out.
1: Beautiful.
2: Um, in August, beginning of August, yes. <laughs> so I'm excited. About that, you know, we're doing some edits and things like that. So it's okay. called pieces of pieces of me.
1: All right, and,
2: and exactly that's exactly yeah. what it is pieces of me, and it stems from my book Pretty Girl Blues. And so, um, again, it's you're getting more pieces and pieces of me. So. Um, I'm very, very proud of it. Uh, I can't, can't wait until it comes out. I'm you. will see it on my platforms, but okay. um, people can contact me just through my website. You can find everything and anything about me on my website, okay. and it's um, So um,
1: if you go I on the website,
2: you'll, you'll be able to contact me through Facebook, Instagram, Okay. Um, and just, you know, reading up more more about me and, and, you know, all the other things I've done. And you'll find everything on the website. So that's com.
1: Well, it sounds like you're just getting started. Right? right. There's so much more to come. And we're definitely going to keep up with you. We're looking forward to your documentary. We definitely we're filmmakers as well. Yeah, so I know. I, read up. I was like. I got to talk to Mel and Monica. <laughs> I love to hear. <laughs> yeah, we got to connect. You never know how bad it is. You never know. You never know. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm looking forward. But, Geraldine, What you got going on. I am,
0: too. I want to say, we want to say thank you. We are very super duper proud of everything that you're doing, yes, everything you. that you've overcome. Yes. But one thing that I take from this particular session for all of our listeners, why not me? Exactly. So don't always say, why me? Say, why not me? That's what I learned today. Mm -hmm. Why not me? So we're going to take it
1: off from why not me? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Jolie.